All right, y'all. Uh, this is Homeroom with Smooth, episode 16. And I got with me my boy from way back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of smooths. Can we cuss on here? I don't know if we can cuss on, can we cuss yeah, on here. Yeah. We can cuss on here. We can cuss All on right. Here. It's a lot of smooth shit going on right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure, man. Yeah. Let me go and plug that real quick. Oh, yeah. We plugged in. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, what I just dropped in the chat—that is the night show that he is—he's looking to—that he's going to start very soon with his peoples. They already got it going. It's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, let me let me drop that real quick. Monday with Monday, yeah, Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. Excuse yeah. me. I, I was saying Monday. I cut y'all short. Monday through Friday. Yeah. Oh snaps! I cut y'all short, man. It's all good, but I was messing that up earlier. Man, um, but yeah, man, it's good to have you on, my guy. Um, you know what I'm saying? Been a minute, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Ooh, yeah, man. yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, so okay, like, all right, so this this is where I wanted to start it at. You know what I'm saying? Then we can we can okay. jump into talking about the night show, but like, kind of. Okay. Just give give a good like bird's eye view, an introduction of yourself, and like what what you got going on. You know what I'm saying, and what you've been up to. Okay, well, uh, well, um, you know, DJ P Smooth. Uh, right now, I'm currently, um, you know, on the radio nine six five the box based out of Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, I'm a personality and DJ. Uh, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Of course, I'm still, you know, DJing mm-hmm. the clubs and parties and stuff like that. But um, once I got the opportunity to do that, that's kind of been, you know, my main focus on, you know, trying to get that, you know, right where it needs to be. And uh, with my boy, you know, CTC, Christian, the comedian. So um, right. that's, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now, man. Just uh, focusing on rebranding as a as a DJ and also okay. as a radio DJ and, you know, personality. So I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. I, I ain't. I ain't done my big rebrand yet. I, 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 I ain't big enough yet. I ain't big enough. Man, you know, rebranding doesn't have to be because of growth. Like you know, what I'm saying it does help you grow, but it doesn't. You know, you can rebrand at any time. You know what I'm saying? So true. It's a lot of people that feel like I don't need rebranding, but I feel like I do. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm. I was comfortable where I'm at, but again, you can never be comfortable where you at if you can you know if you can try if you're constantly trying to elevate you know what i'm saying so right right for sure so sure. i feel that i feel that let me just share that link get that all the way out there um so yeah for me for me like starting starting this podcast was like it was like a journey because it's like it was like one month like i did one episode and i was like you know what i kind of don't like this episode i'm like what can i do better and so i just sat around Trying to yeah. make it better, and then I was like, you know what? Let me just do it anyway, man. Because I'm like, I'm like, you got to just start somewhere. So I'm like, fine. I'm just gonna start here. I'm like, I might not have a mic I want. I might not have this. You know what I'm saying? I'll just build. You know? What yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, me personally, I'm always a, I'm always more of a fan when I see the growth in something that I enjoy. So yeah. like, you know, me watching your show now versus me watching it. Five years from now, I could be like, I remember the episode he said he did like the mic he had, but now this audio clears hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So it just made me feel more attached to you know something that I enjoy when I can kind of see the growth. So I mean, you, I feel like you're doing the right thing, bro. You want to do it, do it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, so um, so all right, um, you you gonna you gonna tell them like how you how you how you got started like how how did you get started DJing my guy like how'd you get started? <laughs> I know yeah. I know I know you know <laughs> you know what I'm saying oh man so I guess I guess I would start like when I was a kid um you know my dad was a DJ you know what I'm saying um I seen it but at the time though I never really desired to be a DJ. Like, I never thought, like, man, I want to be a DJ when I grow up. Like, I enjoy music. I love music. But I just never, that just wasn't a thought in my head at the time, um, even though I was around it a lot. Um, But, you know, once I got older, um, my dad ended up passing away when I was in ninth grade. So it kind of just put a lot of things in perspective. Uh, But even at that point, I still didn't want to 
I didn't know I wanted to become a DJ. I just knew I wanted to do something within music. Um, so when I got to UCA, uh, I was trying to do the computer stuff because I was also, you know, it's a heavily to computers and stuff like that. And uh, realized real quick at UCA that computers, <laughs> I, I mean, I love computers still to this day, but being, you know, at a desk for, you know, eight plus hours, just, you know, doing this, you know what I'm saying? It just wasn't for me. Um, so I ended up changing my majors a few times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I um, found my way to the, you know, you say radio station, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, you know, you and Kendall down there. Yeah. And I just fell in love with radio. And I ended up changing my major to broadcast journalism. And, uh, you know, we had one of the hottest shows on campus. Yeah. So, the um, you know, it started off with me. And uh, you remember Jeff uh, Jeff Trimble, you know, yeah. uh, me and my partner Jeff. And um, we was doing the thing, you know, every Friday night, you know, mm-hmm. we come on right before the parties. You know, back then UCA was, you know, lit. Yeah. You know, every party, yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday was lit. Boy, so I was like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, <laughs> facts, facts, I'm going to get Thursday. <laughs> but, you know, I was trying to, um, you know, contribute to the, to the, the turn up. It was like, you know, we're going to do the pregame, have people listen to us while they're getting ready for the parties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, at the time I was using virtual DJ. Yeah. It, just just so, just for the simple fact, I could um, do those smooth radio transitions because they allowed you to use, you know, two decks. So I can play one song and then fade it to another song because I really wanted our radio show to sound like, you know, real radio. And it was, don't get me wrong, College radio was real radio, but yeah. some some of the student shows at the time they wasn't thinking on a larger scale. Oh, you know, no. yeah, oh. and we was always thinking on a larger scale. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, and then people kind of hyping me up, just like man, the music selection is lit, and I was like, okay, so maybe I should DJ. You know, maybe I should, you know, ask DJ One Eye. He was, you know, the main DJ at the time at UCA. And, um, you know, walked up to him one day on Music on the Yard. And I was just like, how much you charge, you know, for lessons, DJ lessons? And he was like, man, you know, I ain't going to charge you. Just let me know whenever you're ready to start up. You know, we exchanged contact information. I'm like, damn, I was really lit. You know, got back, you know, got back to the crib and, um, you know, just, Talking to my friends, like, bro, one not finna give me lessons, bro. Like, and um, you know, met, met up with him a few times, and um, it was foam glow, I believe, was like, the f- yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a uh, for those of y'all know what 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 foam glow is. It was a annual party that um, Rich and Artez threw. It was a Glow party and a phone party, oh, so all yeah. in one. Salute to them. Salute yes, to them. yes. Salute so to yeah, shout out to Richard Artez, man, because <laughs> um, they really, you know, gave me my first big gig, and uh, I'm gonna be, you know, transparent. I only got seventy five dollars, and I really wasn't expecting the seventy five at the time, you know, because they booked one now, you know, to be the main DJ, of course. Um, but they booked me, you know what I'm saying, just to, you know, give me a chance, you know what I'm saying? So much love to do. And uh, so, I, of course, I'm trying to figure out what the time split is going to be with One Eye. Like, so I'm asking One Eye, like, hey, do you want me to DJ, like, for 30 minutes, hour? Like, what you want me to do? And he was like, I just want you to DJ until you fuck up. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, fire. you know, <laughs> so... Cause, because at the time, like, I'm not really knowing DJ culture too much. So I'm not really, I'm not prepping my sets or anything at this time. It's real deal. Like, I'm in there raw. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm finna play. You know what I'm saying? So, so what got me, what got me over was Mm -hmm. the simple fact that I was, you know, once the person on the other side of the turntables, Mm -hmm. I used to, like, you know, we used to go out every weekend. Boy. So I just play, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I literally just played what I felt like I wanted to hear while I was, you know, a party goer. Like I wanted to get on uh, ass, 
and I wanted to slow dance, like you know what I'm saying, is I want to get on ass whether it's twerk music or yeah. slow dance, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, at that time, I was playing nothing but, but twerk, a little bit of jigging music because I really couldn't dance at the time, but you know, every nigga back there was jigging, you know what, yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I was playing slow music, you know what I'm saying? And like the slow music is really what I guess kind of separated me from a lot of the other DJs because. DJs always wanted to turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. And I'm just like, nah, like my goal is always to get these niggas to get at least one phone number by the end of the night. Cause you know how I used to be, man. Like you go to a party, niggas come back to stay hall and be like, how many numbers you get, bro? You know what I'm saying? How many, how many friends you got on Facebook now? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what it was. So it's like my goal is like I want people to leave the party thinking, like, damn, move, got me some ass tonight, man. You know what I'm saying? Like. Appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? So um, doing that doing that particular party though, one not let me DJ up until like 115, 120. It was like the last 30, 45 minutes of the party. And uh, he was like, listen, I got a DJ just for the simple fact, I don't want Rich Artez to be tripping when they pay me for not doing anything at the party. <laughs> Cause when I literally like just sat there and watched, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, definitely salute to DJ one not man. Um, for helping me, you know, get my name out there at UCA, especially uh, Richard Nartez, too, so for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. I remember them days, man. I remember, I remember uh, you was like, you was like, man, I gotta get, I gotta go get set up. I'm like, man, I'll help you set up, bro. <laughs> bro, for real, you know, because, you know, I used to, we can say this now, but, you know, I used to steal the, the radio station speakers. Bro! <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas, and that's why I say, like, with your podcast, like, if you want to do something, do that shit. Like, nothing was going to stop me from DJing. Like, yeah. I had a borrow. I was using other niggas' laptops. Like, I had all my music on Dropbox. So I would just log in on another nigga laptop onto my Dropbox. And I have all my music. I download, you know what I'm saying? Serato, whatever I needed to download. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had to use Justin. Shout out to my nigga Justin Lowe, you know. Mm -hmm. I had just a laptop, my nigga Rico, you know what I'm saying? Use his laptop plenty of times, right. you know what I'm saying? And the radio station still in their speakers. I know Monty used to come in next morning. Who, um, uh, <laughs> who, who got the, who got the speakers? I'm just like, oh shit, I got the turn up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, it, it was fun days, man. <laughs> no snitching policy. I was not telling. <laughs> not telling. Bro, like, did you know he took? I'm like, yeah, bro, I knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> man, uh, what was it? Oh yeah, Steve O was all animated about it. He's like, I can't believe it. <laughs> man, I see Steve O from time to time. Man, I see him when I see Monty. I gotta, you know, when whenever I do go on campus, you know, I got business on on campus, so. I see Monty kind of walking around sometimes in the student center or whatever like that. But uh, I'll be seeing Steve-O like randomly in Conway. Like I see them at Steak and Shake one time. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, Steve-O, what up? You know, he's like, what's up? You got the hair. <laughs> I almost didn't recognize you. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Steve-O yeah. in the city. He be in the mix. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man. Um, but shoot, man. Um, okay, so you did that. That's how you got started DJing, okay. Um, how'd you end up transitioning into being on radio? Well, um, so I'm gonna start with you know school. So I loved radio, you know. Um mm -hmm. even outside of DJ, I just loved radio. Right. Um, and you know, ended up changing my major, but something clicked and it just kind of you know, I just realized school wasn't for me. So, you know, I ended up dropping out of school and um, just kind of, did you know, focusing on DJing and stuff like that. And I had applied to some, to some radio stations because I realized uh, one of the main reasons that kind of just gave me confirmation on my decision to drop out of school was the people I saw in the position that I wanted to be in didn't have a degree in that field. They were, you know, either you know, um, celebrities in that in that um, in that field, or uh, on the topic of discussion, or you know, they just been around, and then here they go, they got a you know podcast or 
um, a radio show, a TV show, whatever the case may be. So just like, okay. And they always tell you, you know, during during college, it's not who what you know, it's who you know. Right. And um, I definitely like listen to that. And it took me, you know, a, a long, I, I feel, I, I'm not going to say longer route, but because um, even people I see that have graduated, they still don't have their own radio show. So I'm not going to say I took a longer route. I just took my route. You know what I'm saying? And um, between there, I was kind of, I didn't know, like I knew I wanted to be on radio, but the opportunities just wasn't, wasn't there for me to be on radio. So um, I, I got to bring this up, uh, DJ Monkey, you know, um, he kind of just told me, like he gave me a lot of guidance at that time too. Um, he was just like, man, get this wedding money. You know what I'm saying? So I actually transitioned. So from college DJ to college and wedding DJ. So mm -hmm. it's two different types of DJ. Yeah. And, but the money on the wedding side was definitely way, way more consistent and better than the college money. Cause you know, the college shit, like you dealing with promoters that's trying to uh, make money, so of course they want to keep their overhead low and they profit, mm -hmm. you know, profit margin high. So any any area they can cut cost, that they gonna try to cut costs. You know, you you know how that go. Yeah. So it's times where I'm DJing and I learn my I learn so many lessons. You know, it's times that I DJ a whole party for four hours, going in for four hours, and I'm expecting to get you know two hundred dollars, but the <laughs> motherfuckers paying me fifty hundred. <laughs> or you know, or sometimes nothing, bro. We ain't, you know what I'm saying? We ain't do good tonight, bro. Can you fuck with me, bro? I'm gonna book next week, bro. You know what I'm saying? Then they end up not even having no event next week, you know what I'm saying? No. But and you know what type of guy, you know, I am. So, you know, I, I'm I'm taking everybody word, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, cool, you know, because if I told a nigga that I would mean it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I realized real quick, you can't you can't expect what you would do. On somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Like right. everybody move how they move, and you just gotta accept that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so uh monkey, he was like, Bro, get into the weddings. So the weddings were less work, but more money. Mm -hmm. And you get to eat good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get they pay you up front before you even pull up, you pay. Yeah, they, you know what I'm saying? You get to dress nice, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just it's a whole different and it's a it's more vibey to me because it's usually, you know, it's family, so people close knit, you know what I'm saying? It's just like everybody is trying to, you know, just just vibe and turn up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that was more my speed at the time. And um, you know, monkey, he he taught me a lot of stuff about the wedding business and just um, sound in general as well, because working with working with Monkey uh, with Sound Guys Entertainment, that's just that's his company. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, um, we were doing not only um, weddings and production for weddings, but we do production for concerts and things like that. So I'm I'm building like the trust with the lights, the huge sound system for concerts. Like I'm learning how to do that as well. So not only did he teach me, you know, the business side. He taught me a whole different aspect of DJing that doesn't really require DJing. It's just sound, you know what I'm saying? So um, he taught me a lot too, man. So, you know, shout out to Sound Guys. Um, they definitely was a big part of that transition into where I'm at now because I became more knowledgeable. I became a lot more um, just knowledgeable in not only DJing, um, DJ areas, but financially too, like the business side of it as well. And I would, I learned how to reach out to certain folks um, because at the weddings, people can come up to you like and be like, "Hey, what's your like? I, you got a business card?" Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up meeting a lot of people that way, um, and just I just had a lot of different connections. So um, slowly, I was just kind of. I came into a space afterwards, like, like, what am I really doing with, like, what path am I trying to take as a DJ? And I had to sit down and just um, 
kind of just make a chart. Like, what do I like to do? Like, just in general, like, what what does Philip like to do? Yeah. yeah. Like, and I'm like, okay, I love to eat. <laughs> I love to travel. Uh-huh. And I like to, you know, I just like to have a good time and just vibe out with people. So I'm like, what what can I do um, as a DJ that ties all that stuff in? And that led me to um, becoming a tour DJ. So DJing, um, like people can book me and I can fly out, do different things like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, and also like DJ for an artist, uh, which is, I, I'm doing that now too as well, but you know, COVID kind of messed that up. But um, oh. so, so I kind of had a right out of path to to doing that, and radio was in that path. Mm-hmm. Um, so specifically the nine six five, um, it was for, formerly uh, Streets One on One in Little Rock. If y'all are familiar with that, um, I got a funny story about that. <laughs> yeah, I actually had sent my resume to Streets um, early on, like. Probably around 2014. I dropped that 2013. So like 2014, 2015, I sent my resume to Streets. Um, at the time, the person that was over Streets, he was dealing with some health issues, things like that. So they wasn't even looking. Like he wasn't opening up emails at the time. So, but later on, same guy, they do, they come up with 965. You know, Jay Taylor was, you know, at Streets. Then he, you know, went to Power. And then after Power, it was 965. So he puts together this, his his show, which involved uh, Christian and Mia, Mia Banks, mm-hmm. and, and DJ Bruce Bruce. So um, it's up, you know, Christian. First, I'm cool with everybody, you know what I'm saying? But I'm mainly there for, for Christian because at the time, you know, we throwing parties together and stuff in, in Conway. So, mm-hmm. um, so they do that. They, they're doing their show. It's going crazy. The Hollywood hangout, and I'm just in the room. And the owner of the station walks in, and he's kind of just talking about him needing some some social media assistance for the station. And you know, I dabble in graphic design, you know, here and there. So uh, Jay is just like smooth can do it. <laughs> so he was just trying to plug me in wherever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um. Even though I wanted to DJ for the station, it just wasn't my time. Yeah. And, you know, Jay was just like, shit, get your foot in the door. Boom. So that's what I did. So I was, I actually started doing, um, handling the social media for uh, the station before I started DJing. Mm -hmm. So as I'm doing the uh, social media for the station, um, the, the Hollywood Hangout had an opportunity to, shift from being on at nights to um, drive time, which is from three to seven. So Jay was going to have to restructure his whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, I, I skipped the whole part. Before the before the re- restructure, Bruce actually got um, not a job, but he was using it for Bankroll Freddy. So when Bankroll Freddy got signed you know, the QC, they went on tour and he became his tour DJ. So I filled in for Bruce on the Hollywood Hangout. So I'm DJing on the Hollywood Hangout at this point. Then they got the opportunity to, you know, shift, uh, shift slots, which put me and Christian in a position to have our own show at night. Mm. So it was a whole, probably like a whole year of me just doing, well, I say nine months of me doing social media for the station, then three months, um, three months of me DJing before I got my own show um, with Christian. So now we got our own show, been rocking, um, and we're doing pretty well up here, man. We're doing pretty well up here. So okay. uh, we get a lot of great feedback because, like I said, our show is crazy. Um, for you, those that don't know about like Arkansas radio, um, it's old. It's not. It's not really fresh. Um, the same people that's doing it have been doing it for years. Like my, my parents have, you know, grew up listening to these folks. I grew up listening to these folks in Little Rock, and mm-hmm. it's like Little Rock kind of 
have been waiting for like a station like 965 to give them, you know, fresh new personalities, DJs, things like that. So, right. Um, yeah. And, and I show like, you know what I'm saying? Not only the show, but the station as, as a whole, like delivers all that, you know, you got Mia Banks here, um, Jade, of course, Ali Lynn, you know, she's mm-hmm. a bit out here. Um, we got a lot of young vets that are like super solid, but it's still fresh. You know what I'm saying? Still fresh. Um, so yeah, man, uh, I'm just, you know, blessed that what I thought wasn't going to happen because I dropped out of school ended up still happening because I mean, just, I'm just be real. Like I wanted that shit to happen. So, um, I feel like it's a lot of power in people's tongues. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, you speak that shit into existence, it's gonna fall through, you know what I'm saying? So. Right. But, yeah, that's, that's that's hard facts, man. Cause same, same, same with this podcast. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I just started, I just started somewhere. Like you just gotta start somewhere and you just gotta be willing to grind your way, grind your way up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like I, I didn't, I didn't did, I didn't had a couple like failed attempts. You know what I'm saying? That people ain't even seen that doing this. Um, and then like then here this is, you know. So, um, since this since this is a good point, oh man, I want to tell my streets one on one story real quick. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny because. I was wanting to, I was wanting to work there too. And I went up there and I um and I like shadowed like three or four times, you know what I'm saying? And then I was just gonna be the guy that was um that was doing uh that was doing the um basically I was just like playing, I was just running the programming or whatever, and I was just gonna be kind of like the voice that was kind of there. Like kind of yeah. like it wasn't like a my own show. I was just the guy that was there, you know what I'm saying, for yeah. the mornings or whatever. Well, um he wanted me to do it but he wanted me to do it like as an intern for free and i was like and at the same time i was like yo um i'm like man i need money (laughs) so at the same i got offered a job in california and so i ended up moving out to california and this is this is in um in march yeah this is this is like march of 2015 i move out here right so I was, I think it's like May or April. Like, I think it was May. He ends up hitting me up. He's like, bro, where you at, man? He's like, yeah, we need somebody to come on, blah, 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 blah. We can do this. Da, 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 da. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was offering me money. And I was like, bruh. I'm like, I'm, I'm already gone. <laughs> I'm already gone. That's usually how it go, man. That's usually how it go, man. I'm already gone. I'm like, dang, man. I'm like, I'm like, but, um. <laughs> hey, maybe catch me on the flip side, man. Because I'm like, boy, that's crazy. Yeah. But um, to segue though, so you said you're trying to start a um a podcast, the night show. Mm-hmm. Well, so this is actually like an exclusive drop here, so I can't say too much. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But um, for those of y'all that haven't listened to our radio show. It's crazy as wild. Like we, we are as wild and crazy as po- as we possibly can be within radio, you know, rules and regulations and guidelines. So uh, our topics of discussion be wild. You know what I'm saying? Like the other night we was talking. About, <laughs> one of the questions was, mm-hmm. "Do you feel like um, do you feel like ass eating should be reciprocated? Like should?" Because a female wanted, should she be willing to give it to her nigga? You know what I'm saying? Vice versa. Like, you know what I'm saying? But we had a word in a certain way, but the topic was still that. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. call it there, give it. Hey, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So people fool with us because it's not, you know what I'm saying, normal radio. You know what I'm saying? So, but we do have those, those limitations. So me and Christian... And my manager Skywalker, well, our manager Skywalker, he manages both of us. Um, decided to come up with a podcast. We was trying to do like a, you know, a behind the scenes type deal, but but then it was like nah, because it's still, you know, what I'm saying, linked to the radio station, mm-hmm. not which nine six five. So like, we want to be sure to you know separate ourselves 
from the station where we do talk about those, you know, extra wild, crazy topics. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So if so, if, I'm going to say this now. When you do, when we do jump the podcast, our views and whatever we say does not coincide with or reflect the 965 box. <laughs> but yeah, um, so it's coming soon. We don't know when exactly yet, you know what I'm saying? But it is coming um sooner than later definitely mm-hmm. uh because it's something that we've been you know working on but yeah uh definitely gonna be a podcast for the night show so oh yeah for sure that that sounds dope that sounds real dope man y'all y'all kind of wild though like y'all y'all mad wild for that yeah. <laughs> like, we had some pretty wild discussions you know just uh just between us anyway and it's like i'm the nigga that always be well we all say this but I watch a lot of TV and you know, and I just be like, damn, this need this shit need to be recorded. Like mm-hmm. we go through so much shit that I feel like if I told you, mm-hmm. niggas be like, I don't even believe that shit happened, bro. Right. Like it's like I can't make the shit up. And I I wish like it was a camera just following us 24-7. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, this is the answer to that, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's regular conversations that we have, which we know we having them, other people are having them as well. And right. sure enough, we get a lot of, you know, crowd participation, you know, during our during our radio show. So it's like if we can get that same interaction and make it even more interactive than being on the radio, let's do it. You know, because a lot of people want to tap in, but because it's radio, you know, you got the certain stigma of radio, like I don't want to call in and say I, I I want my uh I, I want my girl to eat my ass. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't say that shit. Like you know what I'm saying? But like a podcast, you know what I'm saying? You gonna feel more prone and more comfortable to say what the fuck you want to say. You know what I'm saying? So so yeah, yeah yeah. I feel I feel that I feel that. Um. So okay. So so on there it's you, Christian the comedian, and who else? Skywalker. 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 Yeah. I'm gonna okay. get a little shout out. Y'all can um follow Christian at Christian the Comedian on Instagram, and then you can follow uh, our manager Skywalker at Skywalker the MGR. Yeah. So uh follow them because they both they both crazy. Yeah, let me, I don't know, like, like can I go ahead and talk about my management, man? Uh go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, cuz since we here. Right. This nigga crazy. This nigga wild. But anyway, <laughs> um, he's a lot of the reason why though. Him and in the whole team over at SMG Skywalker Management Group. Um, he's my direct manager, but he has a team of people um that works on DJ P Smooth, that works on Christian the Comedian. He has other artists as well, Fat Boy Yo, um uh, Rampage Wood. Uh, I'm trying to get the artists that I work with heavy that I, you know, tour with and DJ for and Max Heavy, you know what I'm saying? He, he, and, you know, he, he on the fence, but you know what I'm saying? We, we try to get him, but, um, he, he's the management team and him himself is a lot of the reason why, um, the rebranding and stuff that I'm able to do now, um, is, is popping off, right. you know? So, um, people ask me like, now, like, why do you got a manager? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, why not? If you feel like you've done everything that you can possibly do to, uh, you know, progress your career, mm-hmm. then why not try to use different outlets and things like that? You know what I'm saying? And not and not saying that a manager is, is supposed to, like, help you grow. Like, they're they supposed to help you grow, but they're not, that's not their job. Like, his job isn't to, like, get me booked. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? His job is to handle my bookings. Like mm-hmm. if somebody call me and they want to book, then you know I get them. You know his contact information. But he doesn't go out and you know. Well, he does do that, but he doesn't have to do that. That's not what I pay him for. Right. But that's why that's why I fuck with him too because he does go out and beyond, like for me and everybody else that signed up under him. So, um, like the shit at the radio, like when that shit transitioned over from being me and Christian show, like he was right there, you know, making sure that everything was handled, you know what I'm saying, like that. Um, 
And anytime that I get like corporate contracts, like I, um, I'm DJing at Hooters, like people like, how the fuck you DJing at Hooters? And it's mm-hmm. like, that nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, oh, <laughs> uh, but you, but the same people that's asked me that question is like, ask me why you got a fucking manager. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, maybe you should ask yourself why the fuck you ain't got no manager. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody that's, you at least have somebody in your circle that's willing to do the things that a manager would do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but, but yeah, so I just want to, you know, get that little, you know, little spin out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Sound like I'm going to need to have the second conversation with your, with your manager now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, hey, he got a he got a story too. So if yeah. you want to, you know, dedicate an episode to that nigga, like oh, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He he got some he he got some some crazy story because yeah. he actually you know, he used to rap and then you know became the manager and shit like that. So what? yeah, matter of fact, I think you was there. I interviewed him. Um, so you remember a group called High Def before this new High Def? You know, before Zay D and all them niggas, it mm-hmm. was a group called High Def. And it was, you remember uh, Miss Holbrook from UCA? Yeah. Okay. You remember she had a son? She had yeah. a son? Yeah, she had a son. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Matt, Matt Holbrook. Yeah. Isn't that Matt? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know Matt. Okay, yeah. So it was him. He was going by, they got a town, Hollywood, I think. And then you had Skywalkers going by Skywalker, but they were the group was called High Death. They had a single called Red Scotty, but I interviewed them on Red my Scott. show. Hey, yeah, see, so you remember Red Scotty? Because I used to speak. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy how like you know the shit came back full circle. Like again, it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. Like show love, did good business on the front end. And he ended up switching routes. I ended up switching routes and still came back. And now we, you know, where we are now. So it's just, but yeah, he got a whole story that, you know what I'm saying? If you want to interview him, she set that shit up too. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, could definitely sit down with him, sit down with Christian, you know what I'm saying? Because I know he probably got a funny, funny ass. Oh, yeah. Christian, that nigga, like. <laughs> I remember he was just he, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was just putting out video, putting out a video, putting out, putting out a video, putting out a video, and all of a sudden one of them on Twitter, I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" I said, "This nigga got like ten hundred k views." I said, "Hold on," like, and then I seen um man, who was it? Who was it that posted this shit? Somebody, somebody like yeah, yeah Snoop Dogg posted this shit. Yeah, Ojo Cinco. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of niggas posting this shit. Yeah, yeah, cause bro, he um, off. Yeah, like shit was crazy. Cause at that time, I only knew him as the nigga that was coming up under, you know, well not coming up under YK, but like the next MC party, you know, host at UCA. Yeah. So and I was following his comedy, but when I was when I was really just paying attention, it was he was doing like. Um, just skits. So like he had yeah. one, yeah. <laughs> he had one. He had one. He was like, uh, dribbling the ball and warm out and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It was just like just funny shit like that. Then when he started doing the face on chronicles, that shit yeah. just like you know blew the yeah, fuck up. Off. You know what I'm saying? So that, that shit took off. Cause as soon as he hit that viral thing, it was like he was doing it like almost every time. I was like, oh yeah, he out of there. I said, this boy out. Yeah. Yeah, he has to drop shit in a in a minute as far as that, like FaceTime Chronicles. But if that nigga drop one a day, yeah. he's gonna have so many fucking views, bro. Like oh, it, it's just like that's what niggas want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ass and comedy. Yep. <laughs> Man, facts, facts, facts. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, you 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 seen the comment I put up there? You know what I'm saying? You seen you seen it, you seen it. You can you see it? You see this? Oh yeah, what up, ma? <laughs> my dogs, my dogs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rico is slid through here. You know what I'm saying? He was like, uh, where where his comments? I forgot about the comments, man. Suave, what up? You still out here, man? Yeah, yeah. See, he slid, he slid up there. Cecily, uh, and then my dude from from England, he was like, 
He's like, hey, lads, how it's going? You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's what's up, man. Internationally known. Yeah, yeah, slick, low key, low key. Yeah, I'm actually trying to get out that way, man. Um, I got a homegirl day. She um went to the UK, like she went to like a few spots in the UK, um, and just just to go, like she real adventurous, man. So mm -hmm. uh, I like chopping it over her because she had like these crazy, you know, out of the country, you know, she just like a free spirit type girl, you know what I'm saying? So she's like, yeah, I just went to the UK and said, fuck it. You know, I just wanted to see what it's like out there. She was telling me about the club scene. And uh, she like, you'd be surprised how much they respect hip hop out there. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I listen to a lot of, uh, a lot of battle rap and battle rap has grown over, you know, it's spilled over to, you know, <clears throat> places overseas so yeah. i was like I, I see it but like to actually like be embedded in that you know what i'm saying that's something i definitely want to you know what i'm saying tap into so as soon as this covid shit done i i'm definitely trying to you know yeah. my passport you know what i'm saying uh yeah shout out to cecily for that you know what i'm saying so she put me a lot of shit like this so i already got my passport i'm just ready to matter of fact take off. you just said that actually boom she she was in this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Um, man, shoot. What 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 else you want to? You got anything else you want to share? Cause right now, right now, hey, that was it. That was it. You you. Uh, you okay, man. Oh, I mean, like any other question I had, you just like was hitting it. I was like, dang. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. Like you were cool. Cool. Man, um, I really ain't got nothing. I mean, I feel like you know it was a, it was a, we touched a, a little bit on everything. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I'm good. Let's you just, let you can just think of something else. Um, I know you said you wanted to talk about some music and shit like that. Oh uh, yeah, man. Um, so uh, what is that? So Thursday, like, like that Meg The Stallion album coming out, right? Like, yeah. So Think of the first track being shots fired. Like, <laughs> um, I feel like it has to be done, right? Uh, I mean, I'm only assuming that it's about Tory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm only assuming. Yeah. Um, if, if it's not if it's not about Tory, it's a good troll. <laughs> definitely a good troll. But I feel like if she if it's not about Tory, it's definitely a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm all about the business. I, I know a lot of shit in the industry is fake, um, but a lot of it is real too. I'm not, I'm not gonna say like the industry is just full of fake, you know, fake shit going on. But a lot of it is like that, and um, I feel like us as musical consumers, mm -hmm. we look, we look, we we put those people like on these pedestals for no reason. Like mm -hmm. you know, I, I was I was blessed to you know being around. A few celebrities that's in the industry and they regular people just like me and you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like niggas in they socks, Nike flip-flops, basketball shorts, tank top, playing 2K all day, just like any other nigga would, you know what I'm saying? Um, so for us to put certain celebrities and shit like that on these pedestals and just feel like everything they say is true, mm -hmm. it's like uh you wouldn't believe every every word a nigga, a regular nigga on the street would say. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And, and Christian, me and Chris talk about this all the time. A lot of like just this generation doesn't do any fact checking at all. None. I can literally say I'm the hottest DJ in London. And everybody <laughs> will be like, damn, that, that's the hottest, that's the hottest DJ in London right now. Like the, the, the nigga said it. And they'll right. make that shit up. It's like, that's not cool. Like, you know, it was so many people getting exposed, like, in the 90s, like, just early hip-hop days, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. if you say, rapping about what you were doing, niggas was getting exposed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We was just, um, uh, Skywalker just put me on, uh, you know, the, the Mo3 incident, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. the background history of that shit. And he was showing me the different videos and shit like that. And it was, you know, a video, you know, Yellow Beezy Cappy talking about he beat, you know, Mo3 manager by himself. <laughs> yeah. in, the video, in the video show, it was four, five niggas jumping at nigga. Yeah. But because it's Yellow Beezy, niggas believing it, you know what I'm saying? It, of course, without the footage, you know what I'm saying? Niggas mm -hmm. believing 
Beasy like, oh yeah, that nigga whoop that nigga by itself. Like, bro, if it was any other nigga on the street, you gonna be like, nigga, where the video at, nigga? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like it's it's just funny to see how people, you know, treat you know celebrities, things like that. And it's like half the time they they don't even want to be treated like celebrities. Right. You know, so it's like it is what it is, but back to me, I kind of veered off a little bit. Uh, I fuck with me. I feel like she's a dope ass MC. Um, oh yeah, she's super. I'm, talented. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing what she has to say about the situation uh, musically, because I've heard everything yeah. she had to say. You know, what I'm saying just talking, but musically, I want to see how she you know put it in play, and because uh, that can make a breaker. Honestly, well, I ain't gonna say it can break her, but it could elevate her even more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it it, it could hit. It, she could take a small hit if it's executed properly, but it's not gonna make or break her career. Yeah, not at all. She she she's pushed herself up into that 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 top sphere of things. Like like it, she's not going anywhere. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, Beyonce yeah. record. She's not going nowhere. You yeah. know, like. That's that's a that's a grand simps, uh <clears throat> grand stamp of a, approval. Um so uh this versus battle though, Gucci versus Jeezy. I didn't even see it happening, bro. I didn't even yeah. see it. So <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> Let me reread Twitter again. Refresh, refresh. Yeah. So this is I haven't checked the source out on this yet. I've just overheard people talking. But because of all this, you know, um, shit going on in the industry, people dying and stuff like that, I was told that Gucci and Jeezy squashed a ongoing beef with each other. And this was a, you know, uh, a way to celebrate that beef ending over so many years. You know what I'm saying? So um, when I seen it, of course, you know, growing up in Fort Smith, <clears throat> we listened to like we listened to Gucci and and Jeezy, but Gucci really wasn't like I really wasn't a Gucci fan. Like I wasn't really a fan of like that hardcore. Like I'm not gonna say hardcore. If it was too underground, mm-hmm. like a Wayne mixtape was like as far underground I was going with music at that time. I feel it. So if he was a commercial. Or you didn't do a song with Wayne or any of the artists I was listening to, which again will be commercial. I really wasn't fucking with it. And but once I got to, you know, Central Arkansas, UCA, Conway, Little Rock, Palm Bluff, all that shit, you know, I'm being and then being a DJ, niggas wanna hear Gucci and uh uh Gucci, you know, Jeezy, Gotti, you know, all them niggas. Mm-hmm. So um I was forced to listen to them, but I ended up actually enjoying their music. So when I saw the battle, I'm like, damn, because everybody been, you know, they started in the same group, you know what I'm saying? And they had, you know, they they little shit. So it's like, who do you like have on top? Cause it's like Jeezy more commercial, mm-hmm. but 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 Gucci. He's more commercial now, but back then, like the era that niggas was really focusing on with these two niggas, Gucci was on top. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So it really just depends on what track is played at one at what moment. Yeah. And it's like, are they are they allowed? Because they gotta allow the mixtape tracks. Oh, they got to run. They got yeah, yeah. Because Gucci. Unfair to Gucci. That is unfair to Gucci. It's definitely unfair to Gucci. But he got so many like mixtape tracks. It's unfair to Jeezy because Jeezy had his mixtapes and shit. Don't get me wrong, but like none of his shit was 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 bumping. Like you know, it wasn't being played as much as Gucci was. You know what I'm saying? So, but third motivation one on one. I'm never gonna forget. Like I'm sorry, Jeezy. If Jeezy, if you if you watch this, if you come across this shit, I ain't gonna lie. I was selling your CD. In high school, <laughs> I found the track. <laughs> I found the track list on iTunes, and I went to uh, Longwire, Frostwire, whatever the fuck I was using at the time, and I downloaded every fucking song. And I burnt that bitch, and I brought it to Northside High School. I sold it for five dollars. 
Dude, he, he a hustler. He should understand the mind. He should. But niggas want that thumb motivation one on one. And that's when I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Jeezy, Jeezy was my nigga with thumb motivation one on one came out. You know what I'm saying? But I got to give it a Gucci, though, man. That's a, yeah, because that's the one that has the. Wait. I'm going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up because it's, it's, it's so many tracks. Put the one with the Akon song on there? Or is that uh, number two? Akon and Young Jeezy. Five million a day. I mean, bro, what you talking about? My brother commented and said some five million a day. I'm like, what you uh, talking about? <laughs> the motivation one on one. You had, of course, gangster. Really, the whole album was was it, man? Oh, run, 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 me the, the map. run me the track list. You had okay, so you had the motivation one on one, standing ovation. Gang okay. some music, let's get it. Sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wood with many fresh, of course, that was a banger. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, no crazy. Last of a dime breed with Trick Daddy, that shit was crazy. My hood, bottom of the mat, was one of my personal favorites. Um, get your mind right. That was uh, yeah. this was a slower track. Nah, it's at the slow track. Tear it up with the slow track. <laughs> um, Soul Survivors on with Akon. Um, Trap a die with Bun B, tear it up with Lloyd. Yeah. Like, I don't know if y'all can hear this, but no, no. okay, you know, I fool with the yeah. slow jams, you know what I'm saying? So, we can um, only run seconds of it, we only run so many seconds of it, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 but you know, and Jeezy got you know more current current songs, uh, but so does Gucci. But Gucci got the, the backing of his mixtape tracks too. Bro, he's on Black Beetle, like he could play that. Facts. He could play that's that thing too. Are they gonna be because you know certain versus battles they have certain rules? So like yeah. certain people they don't want to do feet, they, they don't want to do their features, they want to do only the songs that you know really shit yeah. to them as a main artist. But but see, some people Let's 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 bring in your features. No, so it's like features. If we bring in features, Gucci got a wash. He got an easy wash. Yes, he got an yes. easy wash. That that's not even. Yes, close. That's yes. Not even like close. it, Gucci. Cause Gucci was that nigga in Atlanta. So anybody that came up in Atlanta is like, I gotta pay homage to get in. I gotta give Gucci a verse on my song. Like, so you got all the hottest niggas in Amigos, 21 Savage, like, come on, like, he, he just, you know, the OG in there, you know what I'm saying? Gucci got, Gucci got a track that got Wayne and Drake on there, and then he got another track that got just Drake on there, then he got a Young Thug track. Facts. Like, like, and I'm just thinking, like, in the last five years, like, this, dude, this dude's track listing is crazy, and then that's so icy that he just dropped. That mug is bumping. <laughs> Come on, man. It's tough. He don't even have to play anything from the last drop. None. That's what's crazy. You know He's what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but I, I'm excited about the battle, man. If you if you see my post on Facebook, I've been posting old pictures of me when I was in high school listening to those tracks and how I was dressing. Like, this how I'm pulling up. If I go, yeah. man, I'm, I'm for real, like, you know, and now that it's on Apple Music, like, I'm so glad that they got involved. It's like, you know, we put that, like, we put the, the, the versus battles up on the, on the big screen, and it's like a, it's like a legit moment in history, you know what I'm saying? Like, Monica versus Brandy, like, we watched that. Um, mm-hmm. Two Chains and Rick Ross, you know what I'm saying? Like, we watched that, like, we sitting there watching it, like, it's like we there. That that two change in Rick Ross, I thought it was gonna be closer than it actually was. Like Ross, Ross like was just coming through. Like I forgot yeah. dang it's Ross had. Like I was like, and that's why I love about the versus battles, because out of 20, like they got 20 songs, and even within 20 songs, they still every time every versus battle I've watched, I'd be like. Damn, that nigga had that song. Yeah. Damn, I forgot about that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got, I know for a fact these niggas have 20 like hits, like bangers. 
Yeah. But when they get a, when they play a deep cut, that's still like you just forgot about like, damn. Yeah. What else is for the pull out? Right. Them them club breakers that didn't become like a, a billboard hit, but it was a club hit. Right. Right. Because if he drop if he drops steady mobbing with Lil Wayne, to yeah. me it's over. Yeah. Yeah. If he drops steady mob with Lil Wayne, it's over. I was like, okay, fuck. Yeah. Whatever, whatever Jeezy guy out there. Jeezy got what, uh, what, black presidents or my president is black or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That was an iconic ass song. I actually, you know, I, I play that to this day. Like, just, you know, because of the election coming up and shit. Well, election well, was not, coming up. I'm not talking about the one with Kendrick and J. Cole. I'm talking about the one with Jay-Z and um, and and Andre. Is it Jay-Z and Andre 3000 on that? You talking about he was like uh, president of Black Malambo Blue? Or some, uh, something like that. Hold on. Hold on. I think he might have had a remix. I think he might have had a remix to that. Oh, uh, that that did involve uh, Andre and uh, let me see. Yeah, let me let me look real quick. It should be Come on. Yep. This gotta be in the top. This gotta be in this. It's his so oh, this remix that Jay Z. I'm thinking about I do. That's the song I'm thinking. Oh, about. Like, I do, I do, I do, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about I do. I, but that's the that's the feature thing that I was talking about. But I was talking about a different song though. Like I just paired up the features with the wrong song. Okay, you know, okay. Now, now that was my president. That got Jay Z on it on the remix. But Jay Z um, do got put on over Kanye. Yeah, he, he he do got that, but but see, even on that track, Kanye verse is like my verse, like that's why I fuck yeah. with that song, yeah, because of Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I was like, uh, I don't know, I don't know, man. I do know Gucci going Gucci definitely. Like if if Jeezy wins the battle officially, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, not, that's not possible. It's just not humanly but, possible. But you know, I mean that's semantics at that point. Like they just doing shit. Like at that yeah, point, that's what yeah. I'm gonna call it. Cause Gu- Gucci got Gucci the dude. Um, but yeah, man. Um, what else is coming out? Um, any other any other new new stuff coming out? Man, I've been bumping the new two chains. Um, tough. Um, I, I will say I don't think it's better than um. His last album was it going to the league or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I do fuck with it though. I do fuck with it tough. Um, it's it's kind of like that. Um, well, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find like what I like about it. Like I'm still like picking my way through it because it wasn't like it was something that like just grabbed me. Like like the fir- like that last album like it grabbed me and I was just in there and I was just listening yeah. to. It. Like this one, I was like, um, I didn't even know this one was coming. I'm gonna be honest. I I was on Apple Music and I was downloading something. That, what was I downloading? Uh, I was downloading somebody else's album. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna tell you straight up who I was who I was downloading. <laughs> I downloaded. Oh, I downloaded Kodak Black. I went in there for the Kodak Black because I'm like, let me see what this young nigga talking about. And then I looked and I said, Two Chains. I said, What? Yeah, it's coming out. Talking about so help me God, I'm like man, um, he should have helped me <laughs> album. Like no, I'm playing. That's fucked. <laughs> That's wrong. That's messed up. That's messed up. No, That's <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, hey man, uh, shoot, it was good having you on though, bro. It was good having Thanks you on. for having me. Thanks for having me because I'm sure I was thinking like. I need more shit like this, you know what I'm saying? And then it's you, you know what I'm saying? Like, for those of y'all that's watching this right now, I'm actually at the radio station right now. I stopped my show. Well, I ain't stopped the show, but you know what I'm saying? I'm not in there doing my show to be on this nigga shit because it's my nigga, you know what I'm saying? You see me come up from the ground up for real. So salute to what you got going on, man, for real. Oh, yeah, appreciate that. I appreciate that, bro. For real, for real, man. But yeah, man, uh, I'm here to support you. You know what I'm saying? As you support me, man. And uh, man, it is good to see the growth, bro. It is good to see the growth and a grind. And like, I was there. 
Like I you was, was there, bro. Like you, you know the bullshit. Like you know the bullshit that I ain't talk about. Like you know what I'm saying. So it's like I, you know, you know, it just. Cause I, I appreciate you. You got as soon as you got into that, like not getting paid, so I'm like, oh, is you gonna go there? Is you gonna go there? <laughs> hey, it's a lot of niggas to this day I do not do business with. Man. From ten years ago, but. <laughs> Uh, my mama talk about the vacation in LA, man. <laughs> she funny. She funny. Mm. But uh, but yeah, man, I really appreciate you, man, for inviting me on the show, man. For real. Oh uh, yeah, man. I appreciate you for coming on. Like, like it was a quick turnaround. Like I hit you up yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying, man. Like, if it was anybody else, I would have hey talk, talk to my management. <laughs> talk to my management. They'll set it up for that. So, but you know, it's all love, man. All right, man. But uh, yeah, with that said, you know what I'm saying? This episode 16 of Home Room with Smooth Podcast, we out. Peace.